This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, squids don't have butts. Ride a the South Dakota treat. Let your freak flag fly. No, it's freak frag fry. Let Come your on now. freak frag fry. <laughs> the Great Pyramids of Chattanooga. I don't like scuzzy. Jeff at Jeff.Jeff. It comes out of the squid hole. Oh, that's oh. actually our title even. <laughs> Dollywood Coaster, the biggest hill drops ever. Sweet, edgy milk. It expires a week ago. That's a good, that was good that was in the order there. Point yeah. like an, point like an Egyptian. <laughs> Flomax, pee like a toddler. Puffy pill-shaped iPhone. Dollywood Velociraptor, let me try that again. Dollywood Velociraptor Rehab. <laughs> it's my job to mess things up. Stretch <laughs> it like Veronica's sausage. Oh, Therapy Thursday, because it wasn't in there. And more on this episode <laughs> of... The Morning Stream. I am totally computer functional thanks to this Simon PDA from Bell South and IBM. It's a really interesting PDA built around this cellular phone. So with it, I can get a page, I can check my email, I can send or receive faxes, I can make a phone call, of course, and I can use it like a normal PDA. I can check my calendar, I can look up a phone number, even scratch a note to myself on this touch-sensitive screen, and it has a PCMCIA expansion slot here. Draft. Do the bees know they make honey for you? This is the morning stream. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for August 13th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hi. We had a we had a slight delay today. Internet things. Yes. It's fine now. Yes. We, we figured it out. It was it was a problem with our PCMCIA slots. <laughs> Remember those? Those were a big deal oh, for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. If, if I said to, mm. would you be able to run from your desk and find something that has a SCSI connection on it and bring it back to the camera? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say not anymore. I used yeah. to I used to have a SCSI based uh, jazz drive, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but the I best thing got about the SCSI was um, before you had the the like the little screws like you do still on some monitor cables where you screw it in yeah. to keep it from falling out. Right. The SCSIs had little clips that you pushed in, and mm-hmm. they went into the sides of the. Uh, it was super mechanical, SCSI. right? Like a big old yeah. big old clanking thing. Yeah, uh, we've great. come a long way, Flip. guys. Long way. Yeah. Yeah. Parallel ports, serial ports. Actually, it seems like those would be better than the, the screws for a monitor. Why don't they go back to those? The little, the little metal clips that you just. Clip? I guess because they'd have to build those into the. It's a lot easier to put a uh, uh, a screw hole mm-hmm. into your monitor than it is to add a hinge with those metal clips on each side. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and plus, is, does anyone even do that anymore? Like, who's doing screws anymore? Does someone do those? Because the way I got it's all it's all Display Ports and freaking HDMI over here now. So, yeah. So I don't. I guess yeah. if somebody's doing it the other way. They're insane. Go. Well, no. I mean, DVI. I still have DVI cables. I mean, there's a VGA cable on this monitor. I don't use it, but oh, it still has a, the screw holes. Yeah. And see, these two I have here have no. I think they might be actually. These are the first monitors I've ever had that don't have 
DVI or VGA connectors. Oh, really? They're all HDMI. <coughs> HDMI and uh, DisplayPort. And a DisplayPort, DP. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I use a combination of this one's on an HDMI, this one's on DisplayPort. Oh, you know what? I take it back. This widescreen one does have a DVI connection. I, I just felt it. You felt, but, I felt the I, DVI. I pressed I, my thumb into it and looked at my thumb, yeah. and it bared the imprint yeah. of a DVI port. I can feel it now. But then this other one is all like fancy dancy new and it doesn't have any of those old ports. And you know what? Good riddance, dumb ports. Go away. We're done with you. Dumb ports. I'm trying to think if I have anything even in the in the closet over there that has SCSI on it. I might. You probably do. I don't know why though. I don't know why I'd save anything that would be SCSI. Do you have like Mm -hmm. a uh, trying to think of an old What's an old thing? Like an old use? scanner? I wouldn't keep an old scanner or an old hard drive or... Uh, yeah, scanners, hard drives, what else? I think maybe some printers use them. Yeah. Drive arrays of different kinds. Uh, right. Yeah, right. SCSI, dude. SCSI. SCSI. <laughs> I, it, does, it does make it be kind of a fun thing if we, you know, if we pull a third person onto the show. Yeah. They give us the challenge of it's like TMS scavenger hunt and we have to run and find something that they describe. Oh, I love that one idea. Of us gets back yeah. first. Yeah. I love that idea. They'd have to be within reason. I mean, if somebody said, I need some sterile forceps, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, exactly. No, they, they couldn't just say anything. Right. But if they said, some granny, of those things would take hours for us to go get. Right. If they, but if they said like granny Smith apple, I could do it. I could go get one. Oh, if, I, I have. Yeah. We only have, uh, Grapples. What are those? Those. Uh, oh, uh, not grapples. It's um, Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp. Honey right. That's actually that's probably what I do have now that you say that. Yeah. Um, but also, if they said, "Hey, I want an action figure of Hammerhead from the original Star Wars." Right. I've there got we go. That. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It'd have to be nerd stuff, but we could do it. Computery, cool. nerdy. You know, find me yeah, a, a USB one cable. I, <laughs> I could find that. It was square with a, it was square with one little indent on one corner. That's how you knew it was one point Oh, really? Yeah, I got that somewhere. It's not in this room though. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Really, yeah. USB. It was square one. with like a. Well, it was like a. a I'm sorry. There's so USB one Oh, USB A. Right, right, right. Okay, correct. Right. USB A. Yeah, like a big fat D on it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of square it's except it had big, that fat D. I've got one. Had that one little key side, so you knew which way to put it in, sort of. Uh. It's still not as good as what we're doing today, but you probably got one right there. Like this yeah, guy right there here. it is. Yeah, because um, that's the one. One of my uh, DJ interface units for for doing shows has only this kind of USB. I used to uh, tour under the name DJ uh, Interface. That was my name DJ. for a while. Yo, 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 what's up, Bob? DJ Interface. DJ interface. Let me hear ya. I mean, if Let's somebody play said. Some- Let's see where is this here it is if somebody said hey scott pull up uh, the closest scout trooper to you i have this little guy boing <laughs> see nice so yeah right, that's see. a fun game it doesn't work when you go and get something and then say quick find the thing that i have in my hand uh how about this one what if somebody said hey scott show me a really old crappy uh uh ipod nano or no ipod uh what were these called <laughs> i forgot what these are called Anyway, the ones that are like basically like phones, but without the oh, iPod Touch. Touch, that's it. It's been yes. a while. But Let's man, Project Project Red Edition. These are so tiny. Well, actually, this is more like a. That's more. It's more pink. I think. I don't know. But this one's so uh, small. Look, it's like a Tamagotchi compared to my big phone. How about an iPhone? 
I'm trying to think, what's the one that had this this uh, look at this this back on this iPhone? What is that? That is Remember a that, like uh, three. Is that an iPhone three GS three GS three G probably? I think yeah. they stopped doing the the plastic shell around it uh, with the threes. It was the four. Or, uh, yeah, because the four had the weird mm-hmm. rim around it that was in trouble for the bad antenna or whatever. Right. It was. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that's old school, dude. Vinyl records, puh, come on! I've got vinyl records, dude. You're made of vinyl records. <clears throat> that's cheating. Oh, here's which one is this? This one is is another old iPhone. Yeah. This is the Square Jobber, but let's take a it's look. It's got here. a case on it. Let's see your job, <clears throat> Square Jobby. See, it's got the square. It's the Square Job, but I'm trying to get this case off. That's either a four or a five. Probably a five. Might be a five. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe we used to use screens that small? Can you believe I still have it? Why? <laughs> I don't know why you have it either. I have one too, somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I really, you know, I really could make a like a little Apple museum with uh, all uh, iPods, iPhones. Yeah, that's pretty I good. Have the shuffles. I have a bunch of different shuffles and nanos. I have this. Oh, hold on. If uh, here's a fun fact for you, Brian. I have this baseball in this little case. Uh-huh. This is a uh, baseball signed by um, famed uh, pitcher Kurt Schilling, and here's the fun thing about it. Every yeah, time Kurt boy. Schilling says something super shitty on Twitter, it goes down in uh-huh. value by 10 bucks. So, <laughs> Oh, I could, I could beat that. Yeah. So every once, every once in a while, I look at this and go, ah, have you dropped in value? I'll check his Twitter feed and go, oh, yeah, you totally dropped in value. You're, you're barely valuable here's- at all now. Here's the uh, Pete Rose signed baseball. Oh, that's cool. Right there that says, hey, Brian, thanks for covering all the bases. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty cool, though. That's pretty yeah. cool. He gave those but out he, like candy. He's, kinda having, he's having trouble as well. Well, like you got to pay for that candy. It, it ain't free candy. Yeah, that's true. This one says, Scott, yep. say hi to Henry for me. So it was a reference to my World of Warcraft pet. That's nice. It was very nice That's until very nice. Uh, until he kind of got weird. <laughs> He's been weird and recently weird too. All yeah, right, yeah. I named this iPhone white white back mm-hmm. pill shaped like um, puffy pill shaped white back iPhone two. Uh, that Three? is a puffy shaped white. That's yeah. still that's still got a there was never a t- there was never a two so they went because remember oh they went, right that's right they went right from the yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that's right. got to be a three G and you probably got a three GS upgrade and then yeah then the four got yeah, flat that's it. The, the four was metal and then and then uh, again uh, shattered to crap uh, oh geez shattered to crap iPhone <laughs> <laughs> you really have kept them all I sold all of mine every this time this was I Tristan's them. and I think we kept it as a reminder for him to take care of his crap ah that's a good idea <laughs> I think it was like a you know like a uh, we're gonna hold on to this so we can show you what happens yeah. when you I sold you my see what happens you wanna see what happens <laughs> my, <laughs> Donnie <laughs> I had the I had the white back 3GS and I uh, signed it and drew a picture on it and sold it on eBay for $1,000 to a German. Shut up. Really? A, a German. Yeah. That's how I did it. Not that the German part matters, but uh, right. he was like, ah, yes, the phone with the writing on it, I will pay $1,000. <laughs> so, interesting. Was there Were there a lot of bids? Uh, there like was. A lot of people bid- there was because huh? I started it out at, um, I don't know, 200 or something. 
Yeah. I thought maybe I'd get like three out of it or something. I don't. And this is this is back when, uh, the probably the five was out. So this is me selling a three during the five era, hmm. and uh, so it's still worth some money, you know, and yeah. it's still yeah. workable or whatever. But it wasn't like you know very new. But anyway, this, this I don't know if he was a fan or what the deal was, but he ended up for paying a thousand dollars for one thousand to this phone, <laughs> and now have all of Scott Johnson's passwords. Oh, he forgot to take out his SIM card, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I cleared that thing like a like a mother. I'm sure, yeah. Anyway, made me want to do that every time, and then I kind of forgot about doing it. And now they do the whole trade in thing, so it's like, you know, I don't have a phone. Like the minute I get a, whatever the twelve is or whatever I end up doing, I'll just I have to give this one back because that's mm-hmm. the deal. We're leasing it. You know, you no longer own these phones. Well, you I don't know exactly. Yeah. Do we own anything? No. Really? I mean, even food, you're just borrowing for a little while. Right, I'm borrowing it for like twelve hours. And then you can have it back. All right. <clears throat> Let's uh, get to a thing here we got from Jeff Sire, our friend in the northern country of Canada, specifically Grafton, Ontario. Jeff writes in all the time. We know him as Bronco. Great guy. Been around forever. Always like to hear from Jeff. Uh, on that motorcycle Sturgis get-together thing. Yeah. That I think Brian secretly went to and got a cold from. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm uh, allergic to leather. I'm allergic to... Uh, <laughs> to leather softener products. It'd be a long drive to, where is it, South Dakota? Yeah. How far is that from Colorado if you had to drive it? That's probably like a, that's like a 20 hour oh, trip. Third, uh, 10 hour? No, no, no. 16, it's not 15 too bad. hour. I don't know. It's not too bad. Okay. It's a little more than Vegas for you, but not much. Yes, but not much. Yeah. And right. it would just be straight, straight north. And if you were going to choose... You oh, sh- a lot less, actually. Six hours, 22 minutes. Oh, geez. Okay. Hey, you should have gone yeah, to Sturgis. Yeah, that's way shorter up to Sturgis. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be longer, but no, it's... Um... Next year, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hell, I could ride my bike there. My my bicycle. Like Not I said, my motorcycle. I, I wouldn't mind just seeing it once. when In, in times that aren't <sighs> yeah. COVID-y, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, of course. I just want to yeah. see... I want to see the energy of what this thing is, but it also sounds like so crowded, I'd probably hate it, but... Anyway, uh, he says this, Scott and Brian, just a note on your comments about the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. I've never been to it because it's mostly exclusively a Harley-Davidson thing. But before any of those Harley nuts dry, uh, ride in, no, they, are, uh, they do not ban other bikes. However, I've been in South Dakota during Sturgis on my way to Alberta and had to endure a few, hope y'all ain't thinking of going to Sturgis on that there ride a roni bike. <laughs> Wow. Rice-a-roni, rice-a-roni. Bike, oh, did I say way. ride? <laughs> Ride-a-roni. Rice-a-roni. Uh, yeah, rice-a-roni. Uh, har, 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 he says. Uh, so, no, I'm not shocked that no one was wearing masks. If you did a Venn diagram of people who refused to wear masks and people attending Sturgis, the second circle would fit wholly within the first, he says. Anywho, yeah, we'll get some emails about that, but that'll all be for Jeff, not will. for us, yes. for Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's email is... Yeah, Jeff at, <laughs> Jeff at Jeff.Jeff. All right, here it is. Anywho, you guys were right on the money uh, with why anyone would want to go to a motorcycle rally. It's the very same reason why you would want to tell your non-geek friends to go to your local comic convention. The people watching at these events is... Un- oh, sorry, the, the people watching at these events is unrivaled. As an example, at the Friday the 13th rally in Port Dover, Ontario, I saw a guy on a big cruiser with a full-length fur coat wearing a helmet full on or sorry wearing a helmet with full-on viking horns that's pretty cool that's awesome his license plate said pimpin 
of course. <laughs> uh, there was also a 70-year-old man that was there uh, every time I attended who only wore flip-flops and a Tarzan-type loincloth. Ah, the memories, Jeff Sire. So, mm. you know, motorcycle culture. It's got uh, it's got its uh, perks and its quirks. And yeah, it does. We're not, yeah. you know, we're not besmirching it. I, in fact, I think what prompted this email was I was saying, I, I, I like genuinely curious. I'd be curious to see it. I would like to see that culture in its full its full form. Um, I'm, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say 70 year, 70 year old old man is probably that's probably what he wears year round. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The flip flops and a Tarzan style loincloth. It's, it's not as like his sturd or wherever this was Ontario only event clothing. He wears right. it. He's wearing yeah. it now, like right now. He's in it. Yeah, he's, he's wearing exactly. This yeah. is like uh, I know. I just happened to walk by. I'm on my way to the to Morton's for a, yep. a tall coffee and some Timbits. Yeah, and of course he's on. You know, he's Canadian, so he's probably wearing a. Ma- he's wearing a mask. Yeah, <laughs> a. Don't forget the a. E. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's very cool. Thank you for writing in North of the Wall, Jeff Sire. Also, a shout out to show listener and longtime community member Jessica Hips. Apparently, her dad is in the hospital. Mm. Um, he's got shortness of breath and some other stuff. I saw this on the uh, uh, in our tadpool on on Facebook, and um, he's already dealing with cancer and some other stuff. So, oh, anyway, um, she's super frustrated and nervous and scared and mad and all the stuff you feel when stuff like this happens. So. We're just uh, thinking about you, Jessica. I don't know if you'll yeah. hear this or not, but we hope your dad is okay. We are here for you. Support yeah, system. <coughs> Excuse me. I breathed in a little tea there. A little tea went down the wrong way. Yeah, hole. you're supposed to drink it, not inhale it. Yeah, that was bad. All right. Moving on. I had a lovely uh, birthday dinner with the friend, uh, with the crazy neighbors last night. Tell, had a great time. Tell me more about this. Was there pot? Yeah. Was there drinking? There was no, there was okay. no pot. There was drinking. We, we downed a bottle of sake, which uh, it's really not hard to do. Bottles mm. of sake are not known for being like super high proof alcohol proof right so what does it taste like can you give me a comparison that i would understand like what is the taste of depends it depends on um depends on which kind you get i actually prefer nigori sake which is sake which is unfiltered and it's kind of like a sweeter almost like a like a sweet milk almost oh weird okay um but but has a little bit of an edge to it um it and if can... you see them it's it's like non-transparent oh okay uh, that's what i was gonna ask if it's clear what, what the deal is yeah it's okay. it's uh unfiltered so it's kind of i mean it's it's i could say what it kind of looks like but i'm not <laughs> oh but, <laughs> okay uh, i don't want to know i don't i have no desire to know what that looks yeah like. well just, okay yeah um uh, <laughs> it just it looks like it looks like a thinner milk okay. but not quite as opaque as milk slightly less like a like a skim, more like a skim milk somewhere between skim and two percent let's say that okay. yeah let's say that let's call it that yeah, anyway let's call it that. so we downed a bottle of that um uh dave made a fantastic red curry he asked me what i wanted and i said you know you, he's been like he is joe gardener uh lately they've got this amazing garden in their backyard and they're just pulling all these vegetables out of it giving us these giant uh zucchini and tomatoes and and uh pea pods and stuff like that and uh uh so i said oh how about like a like a curry and the green curry would be great or a red curry and he's like oh i'll do i'll do a mix and i'll put in a bunch of fresh vegetables in it and uh threw in some scallops some shrimp and some lobster and it was freaking amazing that sounds really good i didn't yeah. i didn't know he had such a, a cooker's uh thumb or however you say it <laughs> he is he is uh, a very very talented chef like he missed thumb. his calling he's he's doing He's doing um, 
he's like the CTO of a of a company that handles um, transactions, mm-hmm. um, like credit card and school transactions, that sort of thing. They've sure. kind of branched out, started out as school transactions. They've gotten uh, bigger, but um, uh, he missed his calling by not being a chef because he is really, really talented. Uh, you called um, him Joe Gardner earlier. I knew a guy named Joe Gardner. Did you know up. a Joe Gardner? <laughs> In high school, he was a transfer from somewhere mid, mid-year, mid junior year, and I just remember his name was Joe Gardner. So when you said that, I was like, whoa, Joe That's Gardner. Funny. He's a real Joe Gardner. Yeah. Oh, really? So you just hang out on the uh, the jock blocks and uh, Raz Desk Nerds when we walk by? Yeah. <laughs> Old Joe Gardner. Old Joe Gardner. I guess that's the thing. You know, if you if you have a last name that is a profession, you do a disservice to your son by not naming him Joe so that he could just be, oh, there's Joe Butcher. Yeah. No kidding. I don't <laughs> even know. A real, he's a real Joe uh blacksmith he's a real no, joe cobbler a joe cobbler would be a good name I like joe that. cobbler yeah. there you go so do you do you this just brought up a thought to me yeah like if i ever saw joe gardner yeah would i recognize him i don't know if i would like if i just saw some random mm. high school person in high school or in a, mm-hmm. like a store would i know i mean forget about mass for a minute because then it's even harder right but, well that makes it even harder but yeah. no i think um i don't think i would i think that yeah we've gotten far enough away from High school time. Because I looked at that, you, you're using a, a, what looks like a early college. Yeah, 92 is the year. 92 mm-hmm. uh, photo for your Twitter right now. Yeah. And I look at that and I'm like, if I saw this guy, would I say, oh, it's Scott Johnson? I mean, I might, but. <laughs> probably not though, right? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I think we've, I certainly, I certainly don't look like I look like <laughs> looked in college or in high school. A uh, little, uh, you know, a little shaved on top yeah. compared to the the luscious locks that I had back in the uh, the mid, mid to late 80s. Yeah, only a little different. Yeah, there it is, chat room. So yeah, like that, my, my 20, whatever it had been then, 20, let's see, 92, I'd have been 22, 23. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, it's a different human being as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Like that, oh, yeah. that dude oh, right there, sure. which is partly why I put it up. Is I was like, well, this is just as weird as putting a cartoon up. It doesn't even look like me anymore. Right, right. So yeah, I, I gonna... need to find that photo. I think I sent it to you. The one of me, you know, very dramatic looking at the camera holding a, a paintbrush and a palette or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love that one. That's one of yeah, my favorite things. so serious with my mullet, with my <laughs> frosted tips freaking mullet. You were so like... I'm here to paint. Show me the canvas. Like it's just such well, a. Is, well, this is this is. Uh, I talked about the guy yesterday that my college roommate, who was a photographer in the at the art institute as well, he needed to take a portrait for his his class, and he needed it to be a serious, dramatic portrait. Mm. So that that image of me is so unlike how I've always been. I'm, it, you know, as you as you know, yeah. as you know, as I know. It's rare for me not to be have a big goofy smile on my face or, or um, it's who you be are. Silly. Yeah, it's who I am. So yeah. for me, like for him to say, "All right, well, I'm going to do a portrait, and I, I'm going to like capture a dramatic side of you." I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I'll just sit here with my my paintbrush and my palette and look really serious at the camera. Yeah, yeah, it's good. If I, if we had it on hand right now, I'd show the chat again because it's great. But Brian doesn't doesn't have a problem posting that once in a while. It's fine. Oh God, no, I don't have any problem with any of that stuff. Yeah. It's all it's all out there. Yeah, let it all let, out there. Let your freak frag f- frag. Let your freak freak let frag your fry. Freak, your fleek frag fry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's you kind of got to be careful sometimes because uh, you, you know, know it's, yeah, you can go like doing the name game with the word with the name Chuck. 
You don't know mm. until you're just about to say it yeah. that, yeah, oh, I'm saying something wrong. Stop. Abort. Abort. Yeah. It's you, you get into some territory that there's no coming back from. So Lendonade 2020 says, uh, Scott, do you think you would be friends with Coverville if you went to the same high school? Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. We had to, mm-hmm. we have too much in common. I think we would have yeah, Scott might out. be friends with me. I don't think I'd be friends with him. Yeah. That, you're asking. <laughs> yeah. If you're asking for me, I... I would be friends. Here, here I am in high school chat room. You can see this nice shot of me here. Yeah, we totally, we totally would have been friends. We would, you know. Yeah, we would have hung out. We would have probably, uh, I probably would have been way more into Marvel. Uh, oh than, yeah. Than I am now, uh, because Mar- Brian would have been an influence. Because of my in that influence, regard. I'm like, dude, DC sucks. Yeah, I probably would have got you to play, I don't know, D and D or something with me. Yep, or, probably. Or yeah, hang, exactly. Hang out at my house and play in television or something stupid. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been, but yeah, I've always said this. Like if Tom, if I knew you and Tom and a couple other people like right around our age, totally we would have gravitated because we were all freaking nerds who love nerd shit. Yep. Like we were into yep. it and we were ready to roll and we needed friends to roll with us. So why not? Yep. No uh, chat no room. Doubt. Here's me in the uh, mid seventies listening to a real drill tape player, and I'm pretty sure I'm <laughs> pretty sure I'm listening to the Beatles there. Pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, because that was cool. That wasn't cool. I was a <laughs> I was a nerd from day one. Anyway, um, all right. anyway, there we go. Memory lane. Memory lane, everybody. Now, not Penny Lane. That, that's an actual Beatles song. Let's do. Let's do this. Let's go here and do the news, which is brought to you by the TMS Film Festival. Give us your own ending explained, ten things you missed, or trailer reaction video. Just like all those people on YouTube do it. And get it to us by September 14th for a chance at a big prize package, 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 package. Indeed. Uh, We'll give out many, many prizes, I think, for this. I think, you know, we'll have one big prize, but I bet you we're going to give out some Steam games for runners-up and things like that. Because we we do have a pretty good prize closet. Oh, we should do a blowout and just... Get rid of some stuff, you know. I think people are gonna. Somebody's gonna get a uh, a copy of Logan on uh, Voodoo or whatever it is. What's the thing that we had, like lasted three or four? Yeah, that went uh, forever. Was it Logan? It was Logan. Was it? I think it was Logan. Yeah. It was. Uh, that was a long Logan run. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're done. Thanks, everybody. Jeez, oh, what a kill! What a horrible joke that was. <laughs> anyway, um, played. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, September fourteenth, get us the uh, get us your your videos. Yes, and we'll have uh, like I promised today. Sometime I'll have uh, a, like a form to submit it uh, right. up on the site. So you'll go to frogpants.com/tms and there'll be a big thing that says TMS Film Festival. Submit here, and you'll be able to go for it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with this story. A Tennessee woman renews her license online, but her ID arrived with a picture of an empty chair. <laughs> It's a weird thing to have happen. That to is you. a weird thing, especially when you re- renew it online because yeah. they just keep usually just keep the same photo. That reminds me. Oh yeah, I how turn... you doing on yours? You're not. Uh, you're not no, right. I'm overdue. Uh, this expires on. I don't have my wallet. A week ago. <laughs> oh no! It expires eleven days ago. Expired. So when I did yeah. that, I think I had to go back to a DMV and do the whole rig- rigmarole. Do you not have oh, to do that? God, I might. Who wants to go to the DMV during COVID, Nobody. Man? Nobody wants to go there in the best of times. Oh. Nobody wants to go. And you can't yeah, account well, on the mail the- anymore because, you know, the mail's getting jacked up right now. Yeah. 
I guess while while uh, we're playing the first song, I'm going to be looking to see what I need to do to renew my uh, driver's license. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this Tennessee woman, she did this, and it was real bummer for her because this thing came in, and I'm showing the photo to the chat right now. There's this photo of her Tennessee driver's license, got all her correct information, all the data about what she needs to do, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But her uh, <laughs> her photo is a chair. <laughs> <laughs> just an empty chair yeah why would they I do that it. that's so weird maybe she's like uh she's having her own back to the future moment or something maybe oh right maybe uh her parents never met yeah in this, in, in this uh, <laughs> while it was in the mail this it was fading it was half faded during the mail but now that she's gotten it she's totally faded out I hey know. i have a question yeah, <laughs> yeah why that. does the tennessee driver's license have a skyline that looks like vegas why is there a pyramid is there a pyramid in, uh, in 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 Tennessee somewhere? Hold on a second. <laughs> You're right. That looks- <laughs> that's Vegas. Hot. That's look. There's the there's the there's a pyramid in Memphis. There's a Memphis pyramid. Okay. There is. That's funny because it almost looks like. I mean, it's not the stratosphere because it's a ball on top of a tower. But uh, right. But those other ones kind of look like the wind or something. In the it middle totally there. looks like the wind and the Bellagio. Yeah. And the Luxor. Tennessee, we'd like to make ourselves look better than we are. <laughs> With the the next Vegas, are there really? Don't don't we look fun? <laughs> I mean, Memphis is the name Memphis is a is an ancient Egyptian place, right? Memphis is a uh, was taken from a right. Do I have that right? Mem, hmm, I don't know. That I've never heard of. I've never heard of the term Memphis, Egypt. Uh, I want to say I played a video game once where. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, you know what it was? It was last. It was the a couple years ago. The Assassin's Creed Origins was all about ancient Egypt, and uh, you hung out in Memphis a ton. Okay. And we just use it so much and think of it as Tennessee here that we don't even think about it as a thing that came from somewhere else, kind of like New York, and you know, came from Old York and all that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Memphis was an ancient city in Egypt, and that's and that's probably why they got some pyramid out there. Then. Did not remember that. I guess so. Yeah, there we go. The city, its structure plays on the city's namesake in Egypt, known for its ancient pyramids. There you Good go. Good job, Scott Johnson. Well, you Currently know. Currently being occupied as a Bass Pro Shop megastore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't take the Tennessee out of it, though. You know. It's like I used to say oh, about. I love that. Yeah. I used to say this about Kim. You can take the girl out of the South, but you can't take the South out of the girl. <laughs> would you uh would you go in there and you ask for help oh it's such a visual joke but i gotta do it anyway do it so uh, could you tell me where the uh could you tell me where the fishing poles are <laughs> yes they're right there <laughs> all right for those at home brian is doing a uh, ancient egypt sort of wall hieroglyph yeah, the walk doing. like an egyptian uh yep. dance <laughs> it's perfect uh, i've never been my son uh, my son and my wife went on a trip to tennessee because he wanted to see his favorite youtuber at the time Mm-hmm. This was years ago, and uh, yeah. they loved it there. And Kim was born in uh, Memphis, but then shortly sure. after that, they moved to Mississippi. So we got a little Memphis in our blood, you know, sure. a little bit. Well, that's cool. Maybe one yeah. day I'll get out there and see people when things are not so uh, weird. I've, I've been there myself. I want to say that the um, the Tennessean mm. newspaper, the banner, Tennessean and the banner. Yeah. Um, were there and I did, uh, did installations there and then went for a second visit, um, for, um, training to, to train them. And that first visit was while Tina was pregnant. So I can tell you it was, it was 1996 would have been the year we went there. Fetal Tristan. 
fetal Tristan, and we went because uh, it was like we did. We hit a whole bunch of them. I hit the I hit the Elizabethtown register, maybe, and then we went to Dollywood. And Tina Tina rode a ride she shouldn't have ridden because she was pregnant, but she really wanted to ride the the log flume. Oh, the Dollywood the Dollywood log flume. I didn't know that was a. I didn't know they had rides at Dollywood. What? Oh God, yes. Okay, well now, okay, yeah. I knew about Memphis. You know about this. Tell me about there's this. A, there's a roller coaster with two really big hills on it. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the Cleave. Um, now, hold on. What, yeah. So, like, full-on roller coasters and, and stuff. Full-on roller coasters and, and rides. I mean, it is, it's this. probably like, it's probably got like a third or half of the the rides of a normal amusement park, right? Because it's also a mix of um educational and historical stuff about dolly's life they've got in the middle of it they've got in the middle of the the park they've got a replica might even actually be the actual log cabin that dolly grew up in oh did they 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 moved moved Mm. log by log into um into the middle of dollywood so so everyone in the chat is acting freaked out that i don't know this and they're saying that's the whole point of dollywood i always thought it was just like a hey you know it's like it's yeah, like, kind of like opryland right you're yeah. kind of you're, you're visualizing an opryland kind of thing or graceland even like where it's like oh here's yeah. where elvis lived there aren't rides in actually, graceland. actually opryland has uh rides too oh. oh graceland that's a good comparison there you go yeah graceland. that's what i thought it was it was like a just a tribute to, sure. to dolly parton sure. and and maybe she'd show up once in a while but it wasn't like you know a, a freaking theme park I had no idea yeah it's a, it's a it's a theme park not a full-on theme park oh it's a it's just a replica says amish overlord bummer oh of the log you think cabin. that they could easily she's got the money to move the entire log cabin from <laughs> from its initial place well if i had to bet i'll bet it's gone it was gone before they could ever do anything like oh she, maybe yeah it could be she lived there um, in the yeah they, they've times. got some zoo stuff i remember there being uh a section of raptor rehabilitation birds like they're <laughs> it was like raptor. They're like rehabilitating raptor velociraptors at <laughs> <in> Dollywood. <laughs> well, someone's got to take care of those yeah. things. Come on, oh, she's a, she's a clever girl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this, this one's called Jolene, and I just love her. She's just the best. <laughs> Jolene, the velociraptor. Yeah. Anyway, this poor lady. Oh, so uh, Jane Dodd anyway, is her name, by the way. Empty, uh, yeah, there we go. She's twenty-five. She has an empty chair. That's the bottom line. <laughs> that's the full story, and that's all I'm going to give you. Uh, here's one about Mississippi, and we're in the South today, so let's stay there. Mississippi rejects, because they're getting a new state flag, you know, they're getting rid of the Union Jack thing, or not Union Jack, the uh, the, the rebel flag the, corner. Uh, right, yep. Because they got the, just the corner, and then they got the rest of the flag, and the corner is... Oh, right, right, right. The Confederate flag is like the top quarter quarter yeah. of it. Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mississippi's like, yeah, we probably should change it. This is weird. Yeah. It's 2020. Let's get rid of this thing. Mm-hmm. So they're doing that, and then they've had all these submissions on what to do, and they have just rejected a flag featuring a giant mosquito, even though it's pretty appropriate having lived there for a couple of years. You're gonna, they got the big bugs. So I think it's actually a pretty good call to have that on the flag. But nope, they say you can't have a huge <laughs> mosquito on your state flag, partly because it's scary oh, as hell. It's too bad. It's scary. Yeah. Look at this thing. Oh, I don't have it up. Hold Shoot. on, let me find the link. You got to see this thing. It's just oh wow, that's hilarious! It's just a mosquito with a bunch of stars around it. Yeah, and it's scary. <laughs> it's a scary mosquito, right? Like you don't want that as your your flag. That can't be your flag. You, uh, I imagine, I can't imagine this would have skated by you. But the the new name for the uh, Washington Redskins. Oh no! Is it the potatoes? Is that the deal? <laughs> no. Oh. Oh, you're in for a treat. The new name of the Washington Redskins, Scott, Wait, is the 
This happened? The Washington football team. Shut up. It is the Washington football team. This didn't really happen, did it? Are you this making really this up? Happened. When I heard about this, I thought, okay, this is totally like a, an Onion article or something. But no, it's the Washington, Washington football team. Football it's, apparently, team. it is a placeholder name. But for this season, they're going to be the Washington football team. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm trying to imagine a game where you got guys up in the booth calling it. Yeah, it's uh, Chris Cooley coming out for the uh, the Washington football team. That's yeah. terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, it, it, wow. it, there won't be people in the stands because they'd be chanting, go football team. Yeah, go <laughs> go team, I guess you could say. I know it's just temporary. I've said that a bunch of times. It is just a temporary name, but it's it's a hilarious temporary name. That's really weird. Okay, I didn't know this happened. What's their, oh, their logo is just <laughs> a W yeah. with, some, with kind of half serifs on it. Are they are they gonna are they gonna make helmets you know what, and you know what their logo is? What? It's this. Yeah. <laughs> fine, fine. It's, for those of you listening, it's me shrugging my shoulders yeah. with my hands up. In it's the like air. fine. We'll change the name. That's the logo right there. Uh, are they gonna put a big W on their heads and everything? Like redo all their, their... oh, I don't know the the helmets. Yeah, yeah, they'll have to, right? Yeah. Why aren't they? You know what? I know it's oh, temporary. their helmets. Their helmets will just have the numbers on them. Okay, so, okay, so they're good, but they are going through the trouble of not having the logo on the existing helmets. They're gonna, they're gonna have new helmets no matter what, yes, because they're not gonna have yes. the Indian on there. Okay, right, right, right. So I mean, they're, they're. It's basically just like we haven't decided on a new team name. We just want to get the, the, you know, the, um, <laughs> the potentially sensitive stuff off of this, which is, which is kind of funny because according to one article I saw. Um, the Washington Redskins name was was blessed by the Native American community. Oh, was it? Yeah, or not blessed, but a- approved or or done with the permission. Really? Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Never heard that. Here's here's my take. Uh, for the first time in the history of the controversy, I think both sides of this issue, whether you were for keeping it Redskins. And just hunkering down, or you were all about changing it. Mm-hmm. We all of those people can agree together for once on one thing, and that is that's a stupid temporary name. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's so dumb, dude. It's so dumb. You could have said, like, uh, uh, I don't know, like, just and they'll do this in games, they'll just salt, they'll just call them Washington while they're playing, right? but if it, but this is this is kind of a, I mean. It's it's a bummer that they couldn't come up with something in the time that they were given, right? right? A better replacement. This is basically just saying we got games we got to play. Let's just get the old thing off of there for one season. We'll be the Washington Football Team, and we'll just go with that. But um, that means that means twice now they're going to have to change equipment and banners and branding and and you know all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Well, if you, uh, um, what would you have done if you, if this was your choice and you're like, Hey, Brian, we would like you to name the Washington Redskins for their new name. What would you, what would you well, choose? Well, we obviously would have had, a, we had a lot of time. We knew this was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this was potentially an, uh, an insensitive, uh, politically incorrect name for a while. So, um, yeah, for decades. What would I change it to? Yeah, Jeez. For decades. That's, a, that's the other thing is they've had a yeah. long time to think about it. So, 
What would you do? Gosh. I, would, I mean, I actually didn't hate the idea of a potato, a red a red russet potato. A jacket potato. <laughs> yeah. Just peeling, you know, kind of like a potato on your helmet just with a little bit of the peel coming off and just keep it redskins. Right. <laughs> and you're then you're good, right? Um I don't know. I like I like team names that are of a a thing that you can uh, that you can describe with a mascot costume as opposed to like the Washington fighters. And it'd just be, you know, the mascot would be a dude who looks like he's fighting. Yeah. I see <laughs> what you're saying. Like, give me, something you know, specific. give me a Buccaneer or a, uh, uh, Wolverines, the Washington or, Wolverines. Right. Exactly. Or a Falcon or a, an Oriole. I know what those things look like. So I know we all, would, everybody wants to make it a political name, but I don't think they need yeah. to. Cause just cause it's Washington Gosh, who cares. No, no. Do like, uh, What's a, What's know. an animal that, um, like a bird or an animal that's kind of... Um, well, does it need to be alliterative, uh, though? Does it have to be like a WW, do you think, or we can go a different way? Oh, we can go a different way. Okay. Yeah. Because like St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've already got an Eagles. Otherwise, Washington Eagles would be a great oh, one because Eagles it's you know, be patriotic, great. but it's the yeah, other. We've, we've got one of those yeah. already. Philadelphia is a good place for Eagles, too, because of their history. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Washington well, so, Evergreens is pretty good. The Evergreens, the Evergreens, would that be a, a guy walking around in a tree costume. Is, is it going to be a tree costume? Yeah, never mind that one. The yeah, Washington, uh, what's another? What's another like uh, hawk? We don't have a hawk uh, football team. Finally, <laughs> Chano says the Washington spray tan. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. The Washington stoplights. Yeah. Oh, the Washington, the Washington construction. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Washington traffic. You call them the traffic. Oh, that's right. That's right. We do have the Seahawks. What am I thinking? Of course, we do have a hawk. Uh, we don't have any more, though, do they? Are they still? The, there's no Seahawks anymore, right? What? Why wouldn't there be? Seattle doesn't have a team anymore, do they? <laughs> am I wrong? What am I thinking of? Hold on. I don't know what you're thinking of. Are you thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of. I'm, no, no, from... no. I'm. You know what it is? I watched that basketball documentary. I'm thinking of the yeah. um, C- Supersonics. They're not there anymore. They're oh, the oh, oh, yes, right. Okay. Yeah, they disappeared. <laughs> like, they're what? literally. What gone. happened? <laughs> yeah, I was freaking out for a second. Got my basketball mixed with my football. Um, the Washington machines or the washing machines? <laughs> the washing machines. <laughs> oh, jeez. The wigs. The wigs for the old wig party. I like that. Plus yeah, the Washington wigs, but yeah. people would constantly misspell it. Yeah, that's true. Because it'd be it's two yeah. G's, right? Wasn't it two you know what? G's? Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, they did the right thing. Washington football team. Maybe, maybe we've just experienced why they settled on that for a temporary name. We may have just maybe figured maybe. That out. I mean, they're just as flummoxed by this whole situation as as we are. Apparently, yeah. they should call themselves the Washington Browns, and then lose. <laughs> and then right, lose. we need more. We need more teams that are just named after a color. Yeah, <laughs> just make Cleveland mad. Change it to Browns. Done. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, uh, oh yeah, mos- <laughs> giant mosquito didn't make the cut. That was the point of that story. Uh, oh, right. We're <laughs> we're now gonna take a break. When we come back, Wendy will be here. It's my sister. She's got stuff to say. We got things to talk about. That'll all happen, but only before we play this song. So or after, I guess. Brian, what are we playing? Yes, we're going to Cambridgeshire. Cambridgeshire mm. uh, for this one. A band called the Mojo Slide. Sounds like a. Uh, Sounds like an American band, right? The Mojo Slide. But no, they're from Cambridgeshire, uh, united in their passion for blues-inspired alternative music. These guys rock. Um, who was I thinking that they sound a little bit like? I'm hearing a little bit of Oasis in this. Maybe it might just be me. Interesting. Let's see if you hear it as well. Okay. 
That's not what I would describe as blues-inspired alternative music. But uh, anyway, this is the band called The Mojo Slide. Brand new album coming out soon, but here's the lead-off single. It's called Not In My Name. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. 
BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. You're looking at a small portable computer called the IBM 5100. It's helping a lot of different people do their work more productively. It weighs about 50 pounds. You can plug it in anywhere. What are you talking about chicken nuggets? I did not tell you anything about chicken nuggets. Uh, check between the sausage and the bun. This is the morning stream. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, very. Yeah. I, I did get some Oasis vibes. Some Oasis vibes. Yeah. yeah. Chat room was having lots of discussion about all the different kinds of bands those, that felt like an amalgam of, but I liked it. it yeah, was, James it was very Addiction good. came up in there. Bob Dylan mentioned the, the 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 people talking about it are the only ones talking or not talking about other ideas for uh, Washington team. Yeah, that's still going. Still got a controversial going. thing. Uh, yeah. Washington uh, uh, Wikipedia is currently the the winner perfect not always <laughs> by the way i'm yeah. just about done renewing my driver's license oh good really you can do it all online that's fantastic all online like and you could do it all online during the uh length of time of a mojo slide song called not in my name there you go <laughs> that's awesome well done yeah. all right we're gonna play this now Everyone knows it's windy. wendy my sister is here for therapy thursday hello wendy how the heck are you Oh, she's. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. You were How are good. you guys? No, we're fine. We're good. We're doing fine. Uh, did Did yeah. you hear about the renaming of the Washington Redskins? Was, did you, uh, I didn't. What did they pick? They They're doing a temporary name. It's called. They're called the Washington Football Team, and that's true. By the way, that's hilarious. I just learned this myself. Uh, Brian knew about it, and I cannot believe it. That's just uh, mind blowing. But they're doing. I it. really want. Uh, I really want um, a T-shirt or like a you know, a Jersey or something that says Washington football team. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Hey, also yeah. you're a person of the nineties. You remember the nineties, right? Very well. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, remember the nineties. <laughs> remember the nineties. Well, now you too can own a part of the net. No, I'm not selling anything. <laughs> um, the, you got to watch that, that last dance documentary on Netflix. Like, oh my I finished gosh. it last night. Oh, did you? Last oh, well, night. funny. Mm -hmm. Didn't you, didn't you just get, uh, all the all the stuff just comes rushing back. It's back when we cared about basketball and the Jazz were going to win stuff, and it was just like such a big deal. And the Bulls were this huge obstacle, and I don't know, man. It was like the peak of everything, and everyone's sick of me talking about this. But that is the greatest documentary I've seen in years. It's <laughs> so good. So, okay, I don't know if you know this, but one of my 
good friends is good friends with Michael Jordan. Uh, is that the wow. craziest thing you've ever heard? Yes, it is that crazy. I wow. could know someone who knows him. And they, during, uh, like they're in, they have the relationship with him where they're texting him while watching. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so. the kind of relationship they have where they can like do it. Isn't live. that crazy? Anyway. So this person is a mega, 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 mega jazz fan. Yeah. And, um, watching it, she got furious and had to leave. Like she couldn't, it was like rewatching 20 years come crashing back. Yeah. And, uh, so they texted him and said, you know, she's still mad. And he wrote, he, Michael Jordan wrote back and said, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If there's one, here's the thing. It's so fascinating to watch him like that level of a competitor. And I mean, it's anyway, turns out though he was actually worried how everyone would perceive it because he he said he didn't want it to make people feel bad because it did it did make a few people feel bad. It also made him look bad in some ways, you know, more yeah. well rounded anyway. Yeah, well, I think so it just it, it just to- broke down the the image everybody had, and I and I'm 100 percent okay with that. I my big takeaway was a couple of fold. It was like to win at the level he was winning. Of course, it's this kind of competitiveness. Of course, it's this intense and this take no, take no prisoners, do whatever it takes. Like, of course, like that was always true. But we were always given a different image of like, you know, he's just a nice guy with a big smile. He just happens to be like godlike on the court. But, you know, bear, 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 McDonald's and Nike. And, you know, like we had this very different, very different image of him. So it's easy to come away from that thing being mad at him or feeling like he was kind of a jerk and in some by some definitions he was jerky but it was always feeding that end game right that end result of let's win this game let's win this championship let's not half do this it was like always, i loved i loved when he like made up something in his head that someone oh did yeah i just got i just saw that use one it energy yeah it was so <laughs> great that poor guy too he just reamed him the next game but he needed the oh. He needed the, he, need, the, the he needed a thing. And as we watched it, I, we watched it with Abe and Abe's like, he kept just pointing this out every once in a while. Like it's been 20 years and you'd think the thing happened this morning. Yeah. Like his response as he's talking about it, just like, ah, oh. it's still, like he still him. hates Isaiah Thomas with his whole soul. Yeah. That is it. The Isaiah Thomas Jordan rift is, is intense and it's still intense. And man, just, I, oh, I just loved it. And the other thing I came away from is, He's also vulnerable, right? The stuff about his dad. Uh, at one point, he was just talking about how he uh, worked. The reason he was so hard on his teammates is because we wanted to win. And if you're not here to win, then what are you doing? And he got talking about it and ended up having to take a break because he got all teary eyed about it. But he was just talking about why he was so hard on everybody. So it's obvious that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to be seen as just like some freak monster. I just was fascinated by it. Just couldn't get enough. It was great. It did make Utah look like a like a cesspool of blonde idiots. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. Like, did they poison his pizza? I mean, come on. That whole con. That remember that? Oh my gosh, the pizza thing. Because he played and that here's one what's night. Great. Yeah, it's great watching it because you're like, there's not a single phone in anyone's hand filming anything. <laughs> I know. There is no like we would have known all of this in such a different way back then, yeah. and like. Yeah. There's something about that. I also wish, like, my kid, my I was raised many levels in his eyes because I knew every single player by face. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's Clyde Drexler, and he's like, who? And, and I and he goes, mom, <laughs> hey, maybe like in 2020 you could learn a few. 
of their names so we could have fun now. And I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not the, same. the 90s. <laughs> no, there was something about the 90s. In time. And all those guys, all those faces, it's just something else. Anyway, I've talked about this all week, so I know people are sick of it. But if you haven't seen The Last Dance, it's on Netflix. It's bingeable. It's great. It's amazing. And we gave Brian a moment to go uh, pee or whatever he did. So he's back. Do you got to do, Brian, because we could talk about the last dance. Oh, well, we could talk all day. But Brian's back. Look at so. that. Yeah, well, well done. See, I, I took, it took the exact right amount of time. Hey, Flomax, everybody. I'm peeing like a toddler yep, again. There you go. Uh, how's that working? Is it working? I mean, now that you have to get into it. Okay, great. Flomax. Yeah. Flomax, uh, everybody. Flomax, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum flow. That's it's right there in the name. <laughs> it says it right there in the name. That's right. All right. Uh, enough about 90s basketball. Let's do a, uh, a, a thing. We got an email from somebody, and it's uh, kind of a sad one given the topic, but also it is a thing of our day that we're all sort of experiencing right now. And if we, I, my guess is we're not done with this sort of stuff. So, anyway, a very personal story from a listener. Uh, they wanted to go by the name MJ, which is too funny because we were just talking about Michael Jackson or uh, Jordan. <laughs> But this is not the... Uh, this Wait, is, before you start, can yeah. I just say how much I loved, loved Reggie Miller calling him the black cat? Like, oh, yeah, that, that was great. That brought me so much joy. That was great. I had forgotten about Reggie Miller until they showed him. Oh, All right, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> I was going to go pee. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you know what, though? One, final, one last thing. It just reminded me. It got so much more personal about Rodman in a way that I needed. I needed oh, that. Oh, I loved Rodman. I did. Did you want more episodes about Rodman? I, I did a whole nother episode. I wanted. There was a really great full length. I got kind of teary in the Rodman episode. Like oh. I, he's a psycho and he's messed up and he's all those things. But there's something there that's just oh, it's undeniable. It's so good. All right. Anyway, moving on. And Phil Jackson. I want to eat lunch with Phil Jackson so I can just have a chill oh, day. Oh, me too. Anyway. Dude. All right. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> here's how the email starts from this person. Uh, my wife, age 29, and I, 31, opened a bakery in 2018. We were excited and determined to make our way through our new business in the small town we both grew up in. Sounds awesome. Sounds idyllic. I love this. Mm-hmm. First year was met with terrible hardship due to the, uh, the fires that plagued the area only two months after we opened. Needless to say, sales were very bad due to no tourism or people wanting to be out uh, ready to evacuate at a moment's notice. That was during the fires. After that, we had a very bad snow season, so winter tourism for winter sports was non-existent. Following those hardships and pushing through it, we came to COVID-19, and it has all but killed the food industry in our area. While I, uh, why I am writing in, my wife and I have made the decision to close our doors in two weeks. The stress and hardship it has taken, or has taken its toll on us physically and mentally and has pushed us to our breaking point. We both are very mentally taxed, and I can say I... Uh, sorry, and I can say... I feel that I have lost some of my sanity during all of this, and my wife says the same thing from her perspective. I can say that we worked harder than we've ever worked before in our lives. We gave it everything, and it has felt like the universe was against us at every step. The community and support we have uh, been given has been extremely amazing, so much so that our bakery was still making money, and we are able to, uh, uh, sorry, and we are by no means in the red. We took a hard look at our books and figured it'd be better to end on a good note than watch us suffer and go into greater debt. We can probably break uh, close to even and only take a small loss on the entire business. It is just hard to let what we feel is the community down. Uh, Here is the real reason we were writing in. My wife and I went uh, all in on this, and I have been taxed so hard that we are very burned out. We're not sure what our next step is. We'll be able to, gosh dang it. We are not sure our next step will be after, I think he means what what will it be after finish, we finish closing and selling all the last, uh, of the tasks for closing a business. Oh, settling. You know, if Scott could read, settling. it'd be great. 
<laughs> my, my eye's still not good. Goopy eye. Goopy yeah, eye. Goopy eye. We're blaming it on the eye. Got an infection. All right. We're not sure where to go or what to do during this current state of affairs. My wife and I have traveled quite a lot. Uh, now we are unsure how or when we'll be able to travel again. We need to find jobs uh, in a trying time. Just looking for some advice and wondering how to deal with the guilt, depression, and general sadness we have been feeling. Thank you for everything you do. Everyone involved with Frog Pants, Film Sack, Core, Boop, and of course TMS have been keeping my wife and I sane through everything. Love uh, the show though, MJ. Okay. Aww. So this jumped out at me for a couple of reasons. One, uh, you know, someone in our community going through a thing and it's hard and it'd be good if we could help them. But also it just feels emblematic of probably a whole lot of people right now mm-hmm. uh, or about to be because, you know, we're we're living through a time where, uh, you know, we're, we're stimulus packages are slow as, as dirt at the moment. And they're, there's no, they're not any closer to an agreement on what the next wave should be. And things are rough and, you know, it's all the, all the stuff kind of culminates to the point that small business owners like these folks are getting screwed. So where do you want to start with this one? Yeah. Tough. That is tough. You know, and, and a big part of it is like timing. There's just nothing they could have done about everything that happened. Right. Fires like, okay. You know, you can't predict that. And then, Mm -hmm. A world pandemic, you can't predict that. And you you picked a business that is just such a tricky one. You know, all food industry, I was listening to a report, like restaurants, you know, a lot have been able to manage through takeout for a while, but it's months and months and months of takeout, right? That's, yeah. you're, you're, you're losing a percentage of everything every month and then mm-hmm. also you know just restaurants can't make it and that they're not meant to be takeout and they're i mean i don't know if you've had this experience where you go get some food and you're like this doesn't taste good it's supposed to be inside a building with good lighting <laughs> right i need my i need gross. my diet coke refilled when it's halfway yeah, down I, need and, a, yeah. I don't know there's something about the ambiance and, chips and salsa yeah totally and so for sure you're spending less money than you would normally and anyway so they're lot it's an industry that's that's really tricky um and it sounds like you know they've made a decision and they're they're deciding to go out um without you know having everything drained and i think that's probably a good decision but it and he's alluding to this i think he he may already have a sense of what the thing is that he needs to do and that is really got to grieve the loss of this because it it's you gave everything and to the point of you know kind of total burnout and losing your mind a little bit like those are that's some real sacrifice and and then to have it just be done is going to be tricky right it's going to be yeah. both a relief on one hand maybe and then also you know you've you've got to move on after that so in between and and we talk we've talked about grief before and, and funerals. And if, if it's not actually the death of a person, we have to figure out how to create ritual around loss um, in order to find some closure and to, to give it its due. Um, a funeral forces us to wear black and sit mm-hmm. quietly for an hour. Um, <laughs> or whatever. Be, yeah. yeah. Kind of give it, you can avoid it and stuff it and try all those things while you're at the funeral. Sure. But it, there is something, about collective um, grieving that is helpful for us as individuals to grieve. Um, Now, obviously we can't even do those kinds of funerals anymore anyway. um, So it's, you know, a lot of the the process that 
we go through is sort of messed with. And so, especially when there is not a death, but there is a death of your bakery, of your dream, of, of all of that effort and time and work and love that there, there needs to be some type of closure and, and funeral. And it's not that it can be done in that one event. That's what's hard is, you know, we wish the funeral worked and did all of its magic, but at least it gives us some attention. And that's kind of the key. So, I mean, I really would recommend that they figure out some way. Okay. I'm sorry to bring up the last dance, but how Phil Jackson's at the end <laughs> has them all gather and fire is a powerful thing um, and has them all throw, you know, read something and share something about being on that team together. And Michael Jordan wrote a poem and then they put all the papers they had written on into a coffee can and lit on fire and had a moment of silence. Like Phil Jackson knows something about funerals and, and mm -hmm. he held one for the closure of something that you could say was all good, but know. you know, it, you still need to do it. Um, you need to find a way to mark the end of something. Um, and when it's very complicated and painful and you're exhausted, you know, this is where maybe involving the community might be a good idea. Um, some way of those who know and love you can help participate in seeing Explosion. that grief for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good point. Like <clears throat> we like to, you know, if somebody's doing something cool in their life, we like to bring it up on the show. And if somebody's going through something hard, we like to, you know, bring it up on the show to kind of create some, some shared uh, whatever. But in the case of, of these folks, the hardest part I would be looking at here would be, you've got this thing you put your, your heart and soul into and all your money into and all your plans and your future and everything, right? You had this idea mm -hmm. and you were going to do it and you pulled the trigger and it looked like it was going to go okay. And then now for reasons you can't actually control and because your industry just has no, has no runway unless you're a fast food giant or something that just don't, you know, you just can't last forever in the way things are going. They're now being asked to start over basically. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's, that's a hard culture to integrate into yourself that it's okay to do that. You know, like if, if frog pants just failed tomorrow and just all came crashing around me for some reason, um, I would be, it would be really hard for me to go, well, all right, well, let's just pick up the pieces and move on to the next phase. It's like, let's, let's go see if, uh, <laughs> Hilton is hiring. Yeah. Right. So right. it's, it's not <laughs> like it, you, you can do it. Obviously people do it. And I've always admired people who see, defeat but then see possibilities in it and go mm -hmm. oh well this may have happened but look look at this other stuff we can do now or you know whatever like there's a new lease on life or a new chance or a new whatever and that's i think probably a healthy thing to have or maybe it isn't i don't know but i but i don't have it very much and i can only imagine they're feeling that so how do you get the energy and the mental like capacity to want to strive for for a new a new era you know what i mean i don't know like part of me would like, like i just want to lay on the couch and i'm not going to move for the next three weeks sort of thing is what i would be feeling right now yeah how um how long ago did this email come in have they already closed or is this still within the two weeks it's still within the have? two weeks we just got it so cool so so that i like i love the idea of maybe having the community like putting some signs in the window saying uh come to our I mean, you want to call it a bakery funeral, but like something, you know, have a little fun yeah. with it, get the community in there, have cupcakes with black frosting. Um, I like this idea. This is good. Yeah. And like, and like treat it like a, um, 
everybody has to wear a mask, stay six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. But still have it like some sort of event that brings the community together to say, you know, we want to thank you for all of your support. Um, yeah, a, a, a wakery. Call it a wakery. <laughs> like a bakery wake <laughs> yeah a wakery so oh, that's, that's not good. that's not bad maybe and this is the thing like brian having these ideas it's it's almost like they can't with the shroud they're living in they can't think of this in any sort of fun way or creative way or right. any of that yeah so yeah. sometimes it takes an outside voice to say well you could do i mean that i mean that's hard too right because then it's, it's also because it's still you know it's still it's still a close but instead of um, instead of the clothes being this looming thing, they have a thing to look forward to of getting the community together and, and having one last kind of blowout, big, you know, bake, uh, chocolate cakes with tombstones on it or something, or, <laughs> you know, black, uh, frosted cupcakes, things like that. And just, and just celebrate the, uh, the, the community support that they got as opposed to mourning the, the um success that they missed out on because of covid right someone in the uh, jerry tolbert dr tolbert says uh celebrate the good and mourn the loss yeah exactly just like a real funeral so yeah yeah and have have maybe there's people that um are are just enough removed that can do the heavy lifting right just think about like an actual funeral you you're Mm -hmm. not gonna do all the work when you are the, the widow you can't right you know, right. and so to to rally the troops and maybe just make them listen to this podcast, and then they'll decide they gotta do something about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you know that's that you will at least have a send off, and there'll be some relief from some of this grief, and yet you still have to grieve it. I mean, it takes people a solid year of maybe being in a cloud. It's not. It's it's not as fast as. We think it is. And especially when it's not a person, we don't have the built-in people aren't like, oh, well, you know, he's grieving. It'll, they'll be like, well, go find another job. You know, like mm-hmm. people aren't great at supporting in this, but there are people who will be and can be. And so you may have to reach out to them and ask them to, for some help, Yeah, um, which may be hard. Maybe that's not in your natural wheelhouse to ask people for help. Um, but to, to create some kind of collaboration with the communities to say goodbye, I think would mean something to them too. I think people are grieving. Everyone's grieving something right now. It's, yeah. it is 100% universal, which, you know, it's very rare in history that that happens. And so I, I think people would love to, to step up and do something. Everyone just wants to be able to do something to help someone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if it's to, to end the bakery in a way that, um, helps serve you they're gonna they'd love to be a part of that so i like the wakery idea i think it's yeah it's actually a really great name even like just have a wakery and Hmm. and if um you know there's there could be a situation where you don't live around family or you've been so busy that you haven't had much of a social life to build out what friends you would trust with this kind of support or that sort of thing and if that's the case I don't know. That's where the internet can be cool because you know there's a lot of us and there are people in this community that would totally have your back and would help you with this sort of thing. But you know, having that personal on the ground sort of support system is really important. And so sometimes you just don't have it. And, yeah. Um, so I don't know their situation, but I but I hope that they can find some of that around them. Well, and I'll say this: the 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 value of having a, on purpose grieving is that you're then 
closer to be able to do the stuff that is going to be required of you, right? Like they have to go find jobs and a career and life and, you know, it moves on. And so how to do that when you're super weighed down is it's nearly impossible sometimes. And so you, you have to do certain things in order to free yourself up emotionally and psychologically, especially after burnout. Right. So it's not simply just, Oh, this is sad that this ended. It's, you know, they're beginning a business and being hit left and right. They've got to be exhausted. And so how to push through is, is, and move on to the next thing would be pretty tough. So, so make sure you give yourself some time if you can um, to process before you attempt to do something that's pretty tough. They probably, they're probably feeling too, like they're 29 and 31. They are going to feel like they're old and that this is late to now start a new phase. 100% that is not true. <laughs> like you are young and rocking it and sounds like maybe no kids yet. So, uh, you've got some freedoms that you wouldn't have normally if you, you know, also had some little ones to worry about, at least not yet. And so you can, you can do so much more than you think. Like I remember being 29 or 30 and going, Oh, that's it. Then I'm old and everybody else who was going to make it made it by now. If I didn't make it my twenties, what am I good for? And like everything in my the life, biggest lie of the 20s, it's the actually. biggest lie. It's the biggest lie. And they all mm-hmm. tell it. The lie is permeating the lives of people in their twenties, or at least it used to be. I don't know if it still is. I have to ask my millennial kids, I guess, but it's um, funny. A couple of people in the chat room are talking about what are we grieving right now? It's like, Oh my God, you know, it isn't necessarily a person. I mean, you could be grieving the changes we've had to make in our lives, the ability not to have the freedom to go to a movie theater right now and see something brand new on the, on the screen or, you know, go to a, uh, the restaurant you love because, uh, it's, 50% capacity or something. I think there's a lot of things that, uh, that we could grieve right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, think, and, I mean, even if it's just, you grieve the fact that when you're seeing other people in public, you're just seeing their eyes and you're mm-hmm. not having the same. Yeah. Like everything feels just a little less safe. Like that something to grieve. Like if, and, and I don't know what they're writing, but I think if you aren't grieving anything and that is, you're not aware of that, um, for yourself, like, I mean, okay, maybe you're, maybe, maybe your life is such that you, you found all your creature comforts and you don't need anybody else and you're good. Right. Yeah. Cool. But maybe like, you know, there are those who, um, have a hard time seeing that everyone else is grieving and that everyone else is struggling and like, you know, dig a little deeper and pay attention that it, the world isn't how you experience it only right i think that that can happen because you may hear all this and just be like well it's not that bad well it's not that bad for you yeah <laughs> right exactly yeah it's always, so if you're, if you're looking if you want to if you want to get on that treadmill of, of of sorts then you can sure you can spend all day going oh there's somebody who's got it worse than that oh really because there's mm-hmm. someone who has it worse than that too oh yeah well that person got murdered oh yeah well that person got raped and murdered oh yeah well that person wiped out a whole classroom oh yeah well that right you can go as far down as you want to on what level of of atrocity and or grieving you should have and all that tells me is that you are unwilling to (laughs) get into the shoes of the person who's going through something so just do that more you know yeah yeah we need more of that right now more than we need freaking anything we just need some freaking empathy and 
I don't know, just some perspective on life that isn't yours. That'd I be- mean, if things are going well for you, if, if you're loving life right now, that's awesome. Good for you. But, <laughs> but right I don't think now, that's the situation. Maybe you shut up about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe keep your big yap shut. No. See, even, right, see, exactly. even, because there's going to come a day where they're going to have to go through something. Whether they know it or not, they will. This is life. We all have it. One day you're going to have a thing that's going to feel devastating to you. And when you do, I hope other people are empathetic toward your problem. Yeah, exactly. I hope they're not all going, what are we even grieving? <laughs> like, like, F that. That's lame. That's a lame way to be. Don't be lame is what we're saying. Don't be lame. We're not saying any if, names. If everyone who is, has worked in particular ways in their life can appreciate the life of a baker, like what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, Adam, I mean, we have the chocolate done for donut people. You think that was made at one afternoon? No, that was made after 30 years of 5 a.m. and missing every Christmas with your family. That's yeah. how that donut got made, yeah. right? And so you you can just have a hard time to maybe get in someone's shoes if your life has been, you know, your job has always been this. I've always worked from home and I'm comfortable and so nothing is bugging me. Great, good for you, but... Um, I don't know if you want a really good croissant in the morning. Someone had to get up at two to make that for you. So there's a bit of like the reality for these guys is that it is the kind of industry that would burn you out. It would burn you out in a good decade, you know, like, you know, having it thrive is also difficult. And so, you know, I think that's true for people who are facing various challenges. You know, anyone who's in the epidemiology department is going to be having a rough year. Um, and so there's a bit of, you know, maybe recognizing the limits to your experience, because I think as we all are on the internet, we think we have an opinion about everything. We have a sense of everything. No, you don't get up every single day for five years at 4am and bake stuff for other people. And then you can say there's no, nothing to grieve about the loss of your business, right? It's like a kid, how much energy and work and love and sweat and tears and then they never want to talk to you again oh my gosh can you imagine yeah, right yeah just there's there's a lot we put into something yeah that's true and uh i hope that these folks get some uh i don't know some solace out of this conversation let us know how it goes for you if you like that idea of the of the wakery we could even do like a little i don't know something with a live stream or something we could do for you i don't know something to help them out yeah but, i'll uh, buy food yeah i'll we'll buy, buy some baked goods so you can feed to the people around you but like i'll donate a cupcake for the wakery yeah wendy's down for sugar and things she's fine with it totally <laughs> although by the way so you know your um seven grams of sugar or less rule or whatever it was what was that old rule you have of sugar it was 10 10 yeah, added sugar not just grams added okay oh Which added like one granola bar and that's it okay so okay that's interesting so if i had an apple which has a ton of natural sugar you're not counting that, right? No. Well, part of it is when you eat an apple. Yeah, new apples have, have uh, new apples have uh, processed sugar in them. <laughs> oh, they coat them. Those are called candy apples. <laughs> well, that's I what mean, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> fiber, the fiber from the fruit. That's why fruit juice, like a whole nother ball game. I can drink, you know, that much sugar from apple, natural apple source, but I don't have any of the fiber that compensates. Like eat more than two apples in one sitting and you're not going to have too much sugar in your life because you can't actually do it, you know? Right, right. But, so that natural fruit, I just think is great. But if, but if you fruit. eat like, uh, if you eat, let's say, 
Sorry. I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but if you if you ate like a um, gummy bear, that's just all added sugar, right? So that, that's off the table. You can't have that, can you? Or you do, but you shouldn't, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't do any of these rules anymore. So uh, <laughs> you're you're referring to me in 2011. Oh, this is old, Wendy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is back when we started the show. Not yeah, now. Yeah, you think I could have maintained that for nine years? Hello. Well, I for some reason I had it in my head that you still were, and I, that's probably why I should have. No, like that. I I am changed from that. Like I don't eat anywhere near as much sugar as I used to before that year. Yeah. So it's it's been a good thing, but it's yeah I I. Uh, I like me a good gummy bear here and there, okay? When, Win- when Wendy passes away, we're going to mourn it, obviously. Then you're going to take my teeth. Then we're going to take your gold teeth and sell them because <laughs> she has. She comes from a point in the 80s where they still thought gold teeth was the jam. Dude, when, 90s. 90s, 90s, sorry. 90s. And so Wendy's got a bunch of 90s bulls win seven games in a row teeth in her mouth that are all just big gold teeth. We're going to take those out and we're going to finance her kids uh, the rest of their lives, they're going to retire your your children. So yeah, there you that's go. not what that's not worth that much anymore. But <laughs> yeah, that's probably not worth. That but much. I'll tell you what, there's not a dentist who doesn't look in my mouth and like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right. And they work forever. I still have a gold crown yeah. up here on the top. I have one. That thing's never been a problem. You're gonna die with that. I know they are. Yeah. They're something else. But yeah. you also look like you love candy. Yeah, that's that's true. But I uh, I say I say embrace it. All right, uh, next week we'll do more, and uh, we're glad to hear you're doing all right. Happy birthday to Abe! I know it's already over, but uh, yeah, fifteen, fifteen, people. dude. Jeez, he's gonna start driving in a year. How do you feel about that? He's taking driver's lessons this second. It's Whoa. like what every kid here does. Like the second they can, there's some huge course they have to take. Yeah, it takes fun. three months to get through. I'm like, what the? Really? Minnesota, careful. I guess so. Yeah. How? I mean, it's just you, different than we were. You've been on the roads and highways and stuff. Is it? A, is it feel like an extra safe uh, bunch of rules and stuff? Do you? Feel you like know, that? if I came from Utah to here, I would think that. But I came from Sweden to here, yeah. and Sweden is like ridiculous. It is so safe and boring, and I got a three hundred dollars speeding ticket for going five miles over the limit. So yeah. guess what? Nobody speeds. That's <laughs> that's the problem over there. It's because they switched from the right side to the left side or whatever in the seventies. Was yeah, it, it was 60s? like nineteen nineteen fifty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so ever since then, they're like, be, we must be careful. <laughs> Everybody, yep. keep a nice distance away from me. That's my. Swedish impression. Keep to the right. Keep to the right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, Wendy, it's uh, good to talk to you, of course. Uh, you guys just launched your new thing. Um, what can, ah, what can people do at Real Steps? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a it's a really good round. We're doing a lot of a lot of talking, a lot of making people accountable in a way that we haven't before. We're still doing baby steps, you know. It's nothing crazy, but mm-hmm. um, we've we've upped our game a little. So it's been really a fun round. Lots of cool people. Nice. So we're having a good time. Yeah. All right. And you're going to come be a little guest speaker for us, right? I am. When are we doing that? Do you remember when I we're don't know. doing like, that? We'll figure it out okay. next week. We'll talk about it. Uh, it's uh, my sister, Wendy, and she is great. <laughs> Wendy, we'll <laughs> talk guess. to you seconded. later. Bye now. Yeah, seconded from Brian. All right. Seconded. Makes me, all I can think now is about baked goods. Is that wrong? That's wrong. <laughs> no, it's not wrong at all because I, I, all I can think about was a friggin' cupcake with black frosting. <sighs> Dude. And I only care if it turns my teeth black because that's what happens with things with black frosting. But uh, and use the use the squidding. <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? Do people do that? Yeah, squidding. Absolutely. You've oh. never had like squidding pasta? No. Oh, dude, no. you're missing out. I don't even know what to think of that. 
Squid ink in my food? Yes. That's basically them nervous peeing, isn't it? Isn't that... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what a squid did. It was, it was like, oh no, I'm in trouble. And then they just well, peed themselves. Sure, it's 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 by itself. It doesn't really have a flavor. It just turns it turns things black. There might be like a slight flavor to it. Yeah. But you're not drinking pee. Okay. I don't know. It's an excreted from a squid. Oh, you gotta have some squid ink pasta. Okay, I'm looking at yeah. I'm looking at a headline here on Healthline.com. The, the headline is "What is squid ink and should I eat it?" Yeah, yeah. What do they say? Uh, let's see. It's also known as cephalopod <laughs> ink. It's dark ink produced by well, a squid. That makes it sound better. Mm, yeah, cephalopod, cephalopod ink. ink. Mm. <laughs> Says it contains many compounds, including melanin you enzymes. Changed, they changed the wrong word. Yep. They should have changed it to squid uh, something else, but not 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 kept the word ink. <laughs> yeah, it's got some hormones in it. Says metals like cadmium, uh, mm. lead, and copper, as well as amino acids such as glutamate, tartarine, alanine, leucine, something, and aspiric acid. The main compound. Better bodies, twenty-five ways. <laughs> says the main compound is melanin, which is the pigment thing. Uh, all right, it's fine. I just feel like I'm eating somebody's nervous excretion. That's what that feels like. Sure, sure. Well, I, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it would be. It's kind of like saying having a uh, skunk scent, <laughs> right? Because that uh, is their like their defense. Yeah, and it comes out of their butt. And I, and you know what, squidding comes out of a squidding comes out of a squid's butt, basically. Yeah, squids don't have butts. What's the hole it comes out of? <laughs> Ink hole. <laughs> The pen. It comes out of the pen. It comes the out of the pen. pen. Okay, the squid pen, of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, I played. Oh, I played. <laughs> Squids don't have butts. Good yeah. show title right there. I played. Uh, I played bass for Squid Pen years ago. Squid Pen. Yeah. The Washington Squid Pens. Ah, oh, there, there you we go. go. Did it. Bring it all back around. Bingo. All right, we're done. Uh, thanks everybody for being here. Patreon.com/slash/tms is how you support our show. If you like it, then that's a great way to do it. Tomorrow. There's no morning show, but there is an exclusive yes. patron show that happens on Friday afternoons. Ooh. Are so, we doing apps tomorrow? Uh, yes, I think so. I have a great app. Oh, my God. I have a game that I am loving. Really? It's, wow. It's been the hardest thing to not tell you about it so you could just start playing it now. Like, you got to wait until tomorrow afternoon to, for me to tell you about my, this thing. My curiosity is uber peaked. So Uber, uber peaked. Uber peaked. Uh, Cost you more. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so tomorrow you more to get get home from the Washington Squid Pens uh, game. Yeah, <laughs> during Uber there, Peak. There you go, Uber <laughs> Peak. So that's tomorrow. If you want to watch it live, we we post it up on Patreon, but you have to be a member to get it. So check it out. It'll also be on the Patreon audio feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. That's everything I can think of. Oh, and and I will be putting up that uh, film submittal thing for our TMS film thing. So watch for that today. Okay, Brian, we're done. Tell me a song. Play me a song. Let's have a song. Nick Brombaldi, Brombadier, uh, when he's in the tadpole, said, Greetings, Scott and Brian. Spelled my name with a Y. Come on now. I have a hard time believing uh, believing it, even as I write it, but my wife Hannah and I are celebrating, excuse me, our 10th burp wedding anniversary (laughs) on August 7th. All at once, I'm shocked that it's already been 10 years and it's only been 10 years. Loving and being loved by her has made me and continues to make me the very best uh, version of myself. And I'm looking forward to all the years between now and our timely deaths as wrinkly old geezers (laughs) in a sudden painless and delicious Ben and Jerry's related accident. Wow. To, I know, (laughs) well, well written. Jeez. Yeah. 
It's like he works for the HuffPo. Yeah. Uh, to celebrate our obvious weirdness, I'd like to request a Bardcore cover of your choosing. My wife recently introduced me to Hildegard von Blingen on YouTube, and I think her work is hilarious and wonderful, just like our marriage. I love you, Hannah, but I don't like Squirini, oh. Nick, a.k.a. Brombardier. Is that him wanting to hear that? I bet it is. I think so, yeah. Okay. Do you have Squirini? I think so. Let's see. Squirini. Here it is. Squirini. <laughs> there you go. Did you slow that one down or is no, that full? Is that's that the normal speech? thing, yeah. That's fact, crazy. It does sound like it's been slowed down. I have two versions of it. The, let's see. Squirini. And that's the same file. Yeah, it's, 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 that's how they do it. It's weird. We need to uh, stretch that out like uh, Veronica's sausage. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, and I, I know what I said and I knew what I was going to, I knew what I said before I said it and I still said it and I'm proud of it. Stretch it out like Veronica. That was great. All right. So Nick wanted to hear anything Bardcore like uh, Hildegard von Blingen, Uh, such a great play on Hildegard von Bingen. Um, I assume Bardcore is like old, well, I guess I'll hear, but it's like old school. You'll hear exactly what it is. Yes. As a matter of fact, this is Hildegard von Blingen. Um, if you have not checked out any of this stuff, go to, uh, Go to the YouTubes and search for Hildegard von Blingen with an L. Don't don't accidentally do Bingen. Uh, and look for look for a whole bunch of covers that uh, that she does. They do. I think it's they. It's a group. Uh, here's their cover of Pumped Up Kicks. Oh my gosh! Uh, with the kids and the and the better run, That's better run. Okay, all right. Better run, better run. Here it is. Then <laughs> enjoy this. We'll see you guys on Monday for all you freeloaders, and then tomorrow. For everybody (laughs) who supports us on Patreon, we'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. If you wake up and find me driving, you'll know you're in trouble.